0: New, uh CornerCast podcast here on casters I'm your host Khalil we're really happy to have you guys here today and so what's going on we have so much stuff um I took um, I took photos last night for about 11 days worth of new reviews of new products and we're gonna try to pile through plow through those um, as fast as we can over the next 10 days. We've got even more coming in the mail. Um, I picked up one more thing today. Thanks to our friend Ben. Um, we got a Bubba Fett. And that might take a little time to get up because I have an idea for that one. Um, we've got He-Man on the way. We've got Ram Man. We've got Stratos. we got so many other things coming um, in the next week or so. So um, Yeah, so we're going to try to... I'm not going to be able to play much catch-up over the next few weeks on the Toy of the Day. Or, or I might seed them in there in between things. Um, what else is going on? Yeah, that's it. We're just like grinding along, you know, get ready for the Hasbro Day on the 9th. Um, we've heard the news about Comic-Con. Uh we'll talk about that at some point. And um yeah, so today on the podcast uh is our friends Eric and Dave from Adventures in Collecting. Um you can uh follow them. They had just, they put up a new podcast this morning. Um, so they've got, uh, double, double dipping on the podcast this week. Um, it's one of their, cause they're on and off, um, AIC underscore podcast on Instagram. Um, you can find out everything you need to know about them there. Um, they are two of the nicest guys, um, in the collecting community and I'm really happy to call them friends. Um, and we just had a great time just chatting. Uh, chatting about the industry, chatting about toys, chatting about, you know, website stuff and and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, I I think that's, you know, that's the extent of it. Um, it's, it's busy and slow at the same time. Like it's like a slow process, but everything's been really busy. Um, so yeah, so we're just grinding along. So, uh, remember to follow AIC underscore, uh, podcast. I just want to make sure I got that right for you guys. Um, yeah uh a i c underscore podcast on instagram you can find all their links there um for eric and dave they are uh every other week they put out a full podcast and then they do on their off weeks they do like a short like uh news update um it's been really great to watch the podcast grow and change and (laughs) (laughs) I'm waiting for the day that I'm on and I actually get to answer the questions like, what are you collecting today? And what's the weirdest thing in your collection? I I really love your podcast guys. Um, I'm looking forward for the day. I I'm like racking my brain on what that could be. Um, I have some ideas anyway. Um, yeah, so it it is great to, to catch up with them. Um, even though we talk a decent amount, so go check them out. AIC underscore podcast, um, on Instagram to find out all about them. Adventures in collecting, um, it's, it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's one of those days. It really is. Um, remember to follow us. Um, we are at casters corner on all social media, um, as well as on, uh, YouTube. Go check out our daily YouTube, um, uh, toy of the day. You can listen to adventures in collecting. I'll do that now. Um, adventures in collecting com is their site. Um, and you can follow them on any number of social media platforms for sure. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it. So follow us, go check out our toy of the day, go follow Eric and Dave. Great bunch, bunch uh great uh, bunch of guys. And, uh, yeah, I, I think that's it. Sorry. It's one of those weird weeks where there's a lot going on, but not a lot going on. And there's stuff I can't talk about and there's stuff I want to talk about, but I can't yet. And, and all that good stuff so um so yeah hope everybody's doing well thank you guys for supporting us subscribe rate review subscribe to the youtube channel um and i'm gonna leave it at that (laughs) on this awkward little intro um so without further ado it is myself it is adventures in collecting eric and dave we did the top 10 for yeah for for new years um but the last time we had like a real podcast like i had like the microphone on a, t- a tv tray and like the computer on another tv tray and i was trying to angle it so that i had like a, a good background and now I've, i feel <laughs> it's such a different setup and i'm still scrambling to get things set up um but it's nice. it's it's been like a year right like it's i think when you guys were on last time it was April? Like
1: Yeah, last spring. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So how you guys doing? How's the year been?
1: Crazy.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's it's been, it's been a year.
1: This is the first time I've seen Dave's room in, in uh over a year. Yeah.
0: It's crazy. So what I mean, like I I assume you guys use you do live closer to each other, like you're relatively and have you guys had to stay away from each other? like
2: for the most part, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: How's that like I, I can't even imagine cuz like my circle is pretty small. So like I live with people and that's pretty much my as far as family goes like that I would that I'm regularly in contact with. I can't even imagine being separated like that for that. And when you guys are doing stuff like this, you know, looking for toys, going out hunting and things like that, um, and trying to share news, I I can't
1: even imagine what that's been like for you guys. It's it's been very challenging because like w- you know when we started doing this, it was like an ex like a scheduled excuse to be in the same room with each other, right? Like where we actually like made time once every other week to like. Like be, like, really, like be together. Mm. and and then we started to go out on like some you know, store hunts and stuff together and start to do more together. And then all of a sudden, it was like, by the way, can't do that anymore,
2: <laughs> yeah, um, like one of I think the last things before everything shut down was uh, was like the last time we were the the last time we recorded in the same room together, um and did. The WWE ice cream bar and uh, Jushin Liger unboxing.
1: Yeah, yeah, like literally, we were, and and even then, if you remember, we we both had the ice cream bars, and we were like, we probably shouldn't toast with these. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think we yeah. actually made a joke at joke to it because it, it it that kind of stuff had started to, uh, you know, yeah, it was starting.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was for me. It was my friend Junior. At, who was at the show with us? Um, we were all in the same hotel room, right? And the night before everything, like b- before, I think it was like I don't know Friday night. He was like, eh, I don't feel that great." And then like Saturday, he's like, "You know, I've been I'm like freezing. Are you cold? Are you?" I, and and me and my friend Bill were like, "No, we're we're good. We're comfy." He's under the cover shivering and he's like miserable and doesn't feel good. He's taking like, looking back on it, I'm like, "Oh crap!" Like. <laughs> Like what? Mm-hmm. What could have? What could have been? And then you guys did the interview with Mike DeCamp, and he's like, "Oh yeah, no, like I've been quarantined, and I went to China, and I'm sick, and I'm thinking, we were in a room that was smaller than like, you know, a kitchen, with him mm-hmm. shaking hands and hanging out, and I, the word, Oh God! And I started panicking, and I'm like, Well, listen, either Junior had it or Mike had it or something, and I had it had to have been exposed, and that's how I got through." the spring at least where i'm like well who knows like <laughs> i don't want to get tested i don't want to know but like i'm just going to cuz i don't go anywhere like we were i was stuck in the house like i didn't go out unless pop finder said something was in the store and even then i would call ahead of time um or if somebody was in the area and they tell me something was there i would go
1: get it but i would i wasn't venturing out um oh yeah we day- we weren't going to stores i mean there was like a period of i didn't really
2: go anywhere until i went back to work
1: yeah it, months like months where like i was doing target drive up or shop right delivery for you know groceries and toiletries and stuff if i and couldn't then, order
2: it online I, I wasn't getting it you know
1: yeah Same. Yeah. i remember the first time like going into a, a target like after all of this and like it was it was eerie like, it was, it actually felt weird to like go back into a store and, well, you know, now we like we wear our masks every day, but yeah. it was weird. That first, those first couple of trips were very, very eerie.
0: Yeah. And, and not to mention, like, for me, so, so I, I, I recognize my own issues where I realized I was starting to like itch. <laughs> like, you know, knowing something is somewhere. And I think the Black Widow toys were the first ones that got me itchy that I was like, well, this is a movie that's not coming out. Right. And what if this is it? Like, what if whatever they have goes out and then that's it where nobody else is going to see it. They're not going to, maybe orders won't get fulfilled. So I need to get them like now. And when I got the call, I was like, you got, you have them They're in your cart. Like they're, you're, you got them and they're like, yep. And I, and I went and it was, it was really weird because first of all, I went during like rush hour and there was no traffic. And then I got to the store and there was nobody but the employees, like maybe 10 people like, and those 10 people were not focused on like anything other than the toilet paper. Um, And, and that was it. And it was weird. It was really, really weird. Um, And it stayed like that for a long time. I want to say until like July around here.
1: Um, yeah, I think I think AEW is probably what dragged us out, right, Dave?
2: Yeah, I was Unrivaled One was like really what was what kind of got me back into like a frequency mm-hmm. of going. Um, so what was that August?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And then finding them, um, <laughs> I was like, "Wow, this is." I remember this, um, but yeah, that was. That was probably, for me, what, what like, the first thing of going back and looking for stuff was. Because I, I, I was, like, I, I wasn't trying to be too regular about going anywhere. Mm-hmm. But then again, you know, like, it got to the point where I was back out every day. So.
0: Yeah. Just yeah. in
2: Yeah, just from, like, my normal day-to-day stuff, you know, like, so I was like, well, I guess I can go to Target if I'm going to be doing, yeah. You know, Going to life. work, right. going to work, life, yeah,
0: yeah. That's it's. I don't know, like that. That definitely showed like how much of it is. There was a little bit of protection of like saying, you know, I got to keep keep up appearances, um, as far as the website goes, and, and doing the podcast and being able to talk about like what's going on. So there was a little bit of that. Um, that was a big part. That's how I kind of justified it. Was like I treated it. I mean, I treat it like a job. So like I I treated it that way where I was like, I need to, I need to get out. Like I need to go do this. Um, And uh, at least give some people excitement, joy, hope, whatever providing that kind of idea was. Um, And then the other half of it was like, you know, I've I've got a little addiction going. Like it's, it's gonna, it's gonna push me to where like, I'm going to be miserable if I'm sitting in this house stewing. Like there's only been a one other time where like I really felt like I was gonna crawl the walls um when we got snowed in for a toy fair one year, and I was like, yeah no I gotta i need i need I need this stuff like it's definitely that
1: feeling well I also feel like it's too it's a at least for me it like it's therapeutic to, to kind of like crawl the aisles yeah Cause, like i i when i'm when I do you know a normal visit to like a Target or Walmart I I go up and down the aisles that have stuff that I know I'm not gonna buy like mm-hmm. I just like to see like like today perfect example I you know um, I went to Target and I went up the Barbie aisle and I was like oh look there's you know Tokyo Olympics Barbies that mm-hmm. are out now and like you know seeing like Olympics themed stuff and you know like what the the Jada aisle with all of the RC cars and stuff like like just kind of the stuff that I know I'm I you know I'm not really going to buy anything from but I just like to see what's there cuz sometimes th- you do find like something like quirky and interesting or something that you know is just kind of relative to the- a given time and mm-hmm. without without having that like just that ability to kind of just you know get lost in the toy aisle for a little bit that was really what was starting to get to me cuz everything that I had wanted I would say like nine probably like 95% of it I was able to pre-order, mm-hmm. so I ha- and pre-order from somewhere that wasn't, you know, Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> like I pre-ordered from like Pulse and Amazon, so like I knew like I was gonna wait and it was gonna I was gonna get it later, but I knew I was good. Like I knew yeah. I had it. Um, and, and the Black Widow figures are a perfect example of that. I think I had some yeah. some from Hasbro Pulse and some from Amazon, but I had them. I I, I knew that that I had them ordered. Um, but for me, it's really just kind of that other stuff, like seeing the stuff that's out there, the stuff that like. You know the the new stuff that's hitting shelves from like random brands like that. There were those Biff Bang Pow uh, Kiss figures that were floating around for a little bit. The little like three and three quarter mm-hmm. inch figures that I had never seen before. And had I not gone to a Walmart or a, excuse me a Target, I would have never seen them. Yeah. So
0: yeah, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's weird the thing we do. Like I think that <laughs> that's that's been the 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 trend I've seen. Um, this year, of like, I mean, I th- there are some things that like, I think we were, I think we we're, we're still all on edge too. Like there, there have been friendships that like, almost died because of like what happened this year, and like, the the anxiety that all of this caused on top of I think everything that we've been dealing with and 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 doing um, to make it through. That like, there were multiple times last year where like. I did podcasts with people just to make them feel better. Um, like to give them an outlet to, to complain. Like there was, there's at least two. I think there were at least two that was just like target sucks. They can, they, 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 they just are horrible people. Like, and they needed that time with the Joes and all that stuff to kind of vent, um, that happened. And it's, it's been weird. It actually has been weird. Um, so what are the highlights? like what what's been cuz like you guys just started up um i think i found you guys like right before toy fair um uh, yes. or like i mean not i don't know when like the, the 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 beginning was for you guys like exactly but i know that you guys were just starting
1: um what was it Dave? it was late it was, 2019 right like it was
2: september 2019 wasn't it yeah
1: yeah it was when was when we started and yeah pr- pretty pretty um pretty much i would say like
2: um yeah september
1: 2019 um you know right yeah like around toy fair like around the run up to toy fair was when you know we started chatting mm-hmm. um and then of course you know we we, we bumped into each other at toy fair mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean it, it's been you know we, we we talked about this uh dave and i talked about this a little while ago but like it's weird to say like we took advantage of the circumstance, because like it, it doesn't sound right. Like that's not like a the the right mm-hmm. way to say it. But with everyone being locked down, like a nationwide lockdown where people were not going into the office every day, I I really truly believe that you know kind of to the point that you made that people were looking to make connections and mm-hmm. were either bored out of their minds or just looking to kind of get out there in a different way, people, some people were more willing, I think, to to give a little show like us a chance, like the yeah. Brian Volk Weisses of the world and the Jeremy Padowers of the world, and, like, both of them, absolutely wonderful, amazing human beings, like, so happy that, you know, that they, that they did hear us out and give us a chance, but, like, you know, if they were full-tilt busy the way that they normally are during a normal circumstance, you know, going to the office every day, you know, yeah. putting in 12-hour days. Are they going to take the time out of their day to be on a podcast that's like just starting up and especially when it comes through to them like via a DM on Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. you know, it's just it, it's and I and I think this whole situation has has kind of put that into perspective. where it's like you don't know who a person is and like you know you know what is there how much harm is there in giving somebody a shot and you know taking a look at that that inbox and seeing you know the people that send a request or send you know a question or something like that and and we were extremely extremely fortunate you know in 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 that sense where you know we did have people that that gave us a fair shake and you know and heard us out and you know gave their time to be on the show and like we're incredibly grateful for that incredibly incredibly thankful for that. Yeah, no, I mean, oh, sorry. Dave.
2: Even think even think of somebody like like Matt like uh, Matt Cardona.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That was like probably three weeks after he got released from WWE,
1: like because of COVID.
2: Yeah, so, like, there's a whole snowball of just circumstance that allowed for that, um, which probably would not have happened in any other situation because he would have been working. He wouldn't have had, like, the ability to do it.
0: Well, and and WWE is, is, is a big machine, so, like, the amount of red tape you might have had to jump through to get access to, I think, is another piece of it or, or mm-hmm. could have been another piece of it. Um, yeah, you guys killed it. Like, I, <laughs> you guys and Blaine, we had Blaine on a couple weeks ago. And between the two of you interviewing people, I was both jealous and going, yeah, I, I, I got nothing to add to this conversation. Like, I'm not even going to try. Like, there, there's been a couple where I, I looked at and was like, yeah, no, I'd love to have them on. I'd love to have the conversation. But you guys did such a good job with it um i can honestly say like i didn't see a reason at you know in the future yes but like you guys covered a pretty good gambit of of the questions or or the stories that i'd want to hear um from like lenny to steve to um from hasbro to um yeah jeremy and and brian like i i think i had brian on too which was nice um but like yeah like you guys
1: did a, i I can't believe what you guys pulled off this year. Um, well, well, you mentioned Blaine. Talk about a guy who had a a twelve month period, man. Yeah. I mean, that's now that is like a success story there. That Blaine Blaine really like. I mean, he 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 turned it up to eleven and found additional settings past eleven.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I'm I'm dying <laughs> to see what other stuff he does this year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been it's it's been great. And the other thing is too is like. I think one of the differences is, um, it felt more connective, um, in a lot of ways. Um, and I say that because like, uh, I don't think it's, as, no, it's not a secret, right? Our, our little group, our forty forty four. No, 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 it's yeah. not yeah. a group. No. Or not a secret. Not a secret. A secret? Yeah. So like, you know, we, we, um, Dave, did you, I don't know if Dave, are you in
1: or? D- Dave is is kind of like in by proxy, proxy. like he's in, he's yeah. in under the the adventures and collecting umbrella. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Dave
2: Dave forgot what date it was.
1: <laughs> I'm I'm the card carrier. He's the end guest. Gotcha. Basically, he's yeah. the plus one. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think you know I
0: don't think in any other year Steve would have been able to pull that off.
1: Absolutely, um, yeah, you are spot on. Yeah, spot on.
0: And I've talked to. I talked to Jason um, Langson, uh, JNL, on, and he's talked about publicly about you know getting offers from companies and um, or working on different things and the amount of um, the strictness and and things they can't say and can't say and and can work on and can't work on or be a part of um, is so strict because of the IPs they're working on, um, that. You know, I, I think the things that like Steve is doing, um, that you guys do, that Blaine does, that kinda that opens up that door to make things a little more um relatable to the public has been something that I don't think would have happened at any other time. And to say that something you know, it's
1: nice to say something good came out of the crappy year that everybody's had. So yeah. Well, I mean that's been the one thing like honestly from from the very beginning like take take away the you know the some of the toxic like troll attitudes and some of the you know kind of um borderline like negative ad nauseum attitudes and you really do have this incredible community here mm-hmm. the 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 toy community I think overall and, and-
2: and a lot of that, too, like, I'll, I'll just, you know, dig a little bit deeper. It's it's not even, I would say, like, mostly negativity for negativity's sake. It's, it's like, kind of this negativity based around, like, people wanting something. Like, we all want this thing, and we just wish it was easier to get.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, and go ahead. I, I, I was just going to say, I think the community part of it, like, I mean... I don't want to say like without COVID would we have ever met and would we have ever bonded the way that we have? I think probably. I think I think, we, I think yeah, because that we, still would have happened. Yeah,
0: because it was I pre it was, everything. Yeah, we, yeah exactly. Yeah.
1: But there are friends that that you know we've made along the way that I truly don't believe we we would have met as quickly and as and connected with as as um, deeply as we did. Without the situation and without the reliance on, you know, a a virtual network and, you know, and kind of building, you know, a a community through through really through through Instagram, Um, which I'm sure somewhere like (laughs) Mark Zuckerberg's count, like, you know, counting the the pennies every time I say like, you know, (laughs) thanks. Thanks, Thanks Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. But, um, you know, but, but for real, like, I mean, Instagram has has really proven, you know, at least in, in our community, that it that it does what it's supposed to do. It's it is building a community. It is helping people get access to information. It is helping people find things. And and, um, you know, that that part of it is is awesome. Like, it, it really is awesome. And it, it blossomed in in a very uh, in a very otherwise, uh, you know, scorched year
0: yeah um it's it's weird because as collectors um we always want something we we want to have more than the next person we we always want a little bit more we want something special right we we're happy to have everything that everybody else has um but we always want that one little thing that that thing that kind of puts us slightly above everybody else in some way shape or form i think there's a piece of that in anybody that collects things because you're collecting to amass something right it's it's to and there's a little bit of like show off like you want you want pride in, in what you're doing you want a little bit of validation in it um and to see some of the community that came out of it was was nice like you know and but I think it, it also went the other way right it, it like the the fever for all of it it wasn't I think it would have been there regardless of whatever how everything kind of shook out I think we still would have been fighting over vipers and, and troopers and you know the baroness and and um McFarlane stuff I think we still would have been I th- people still would have been fighting over it I just don't think you know the dial would have been turned up to 12 yeah
1: and, and again it, it goes to that that you know t- to the point that dave was making before where you have this kind of snowball effect where you know it it's true that you know people who make a living off of scalping event tickets you yeah. know things like concerts and broadway shows and you know you name it right that entire industry has ground to an absolute halt right. i mean nobody's going on tour broadway is still shut down yeah um and we have
2: playstations and action figures,
1: <laughs> Exactly. And exactly. And and I I really think that a lot of, and and this was something that I was so happy when when we did that um, that roundtable with with the GI Joe team. Mm-hmm. I was so happy they addressed this because they they said right out the door, like without basically saying like we didn't account for every scalper in the world turning to action figures and video games, yeah. but like they pretty much said it was like we had an equation we knew what we thought demand was and you know you always kind of factor in a little bit more in case you know you underestimate demand because you want people to be able to get the figures that you're talking about yeah but then all of a sudden you know and, and again people have to realize like the they were produ- you know pushing these numbers and the the production into line, like, before COVID broke. Right. You know, so... Way before. Way before. So now you have a global pandemic, which is completely gunking up the works for shipping and slowing everything down to begin with. And then on top of it, you have an entire, forget, like, community. You have a business that has redirected its laser focus (laughs) on your now hot commodity, like how how could you ever in a million years predict that that's what you're gonna have to combat with your GI Joe figures? You know, like like how like yeah. if you had if you had a, a a crystal ball that let you see that their problems would not be selling GI Joes.
0: <laughs> well, and and look, I you know I can understand a little bit of that, and I, I agree with most of it. I just think where they went wrong was the idea of an army builder, like. Like
1: the, there's the piece, and you didn't make it unique enough necessarily. To and to, Hasbro, Hasbro's had that problem though with army building their figures for the, on, the, well, the only the only yeah the only franchise that they've addressed it with is Marvel Legends, right? The, that's the only one that they they have an appropriate answer for yet. Well, and they, you know? they,
0: they they you know the putties are one per case, and oh yeah yeah, yeah, the, yeah. and the putties. But and, I'm thinking like you what know, well, but the Remnant stormtroopers were exclusive too? Yep. So, like if you weren't there at the right time. Just, yep, You lost out like so I think there was a little bit of like, I don't know, just just not as, as plugged in as they are and as as much of a fan as they are. And and it's clear from everything they've done. I think they were a little bit, you know, it's that that idea of like when you're you when you're in it, you don't see all the problems that, mm-hmm. that are going to arise too, too close to it. Yeah, right? they were way too close to it to, to kind of account for that. Um, and the fever, and I think one of the things is like I have talked to multiple people recently um that have talked about their extensive blue shirt collection, like I have a friend who's got i think he's toting something about like two hundred and fifty blue shirts oh my in, God. in the in the in the um twenty fifth anniversary line um and then subsequent vipers and other army building like he he would make comic-con look like a kid's like toy chest like insane um so i think that the you know when when you bring that up to it's like you know stormtroopers have been around for consistently right for 30 20 years now like since the power of the force came back and like yeah there's ways to do it G.I. Joe, never done this before. Like it 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 was, you know, anybody that's been a collector since since forever was gonna get hit with it. But um Yeah, I don't know. It's been it's been interesting. It's been
2: it's been an interesting ride. Um I think the other thing too is and this goes for anything like for me, for McFarlane or um, you know, even the three and three quarter legends, like there are figures that I would have gotten regardless Mm -hmm. that I would have went out and purchased. Um, But the fact that I got to see like other people talk about them first in some form, whether it's through Instagram, whether it's through like, you know, unboxings, things of that nature. And I'm like, Oh wait, I do like that. Yeah. Okay. I need to go get that.
0: Yeah. We, we do impact like sales. Like I, you know, even though we're in a world where everybody's got a phone and everybody's got a camera and long form reviews, the typed up reviews don't always work for certain audiences and things like that. I would not have gotten into the Mezgo 112 line if Michael Crawford hadn't done a really good review of that classic Superman. Um, that was like the, the jump in point for me. And I don't think I would have gotten plunderings if I hadn't I was seen. I just about to say. <laughs> I was just
1: about him. to say. <laughs>
0: That that's the one for me. I have me, to wait till September.
1: I remember. I was so pissed. I texted you afterwards. I'm like, how many did you buy? <laughs> and you know, so it's funny. I, I I didn't really get a chance to talk about this yet, but so um I'm holding Grotto here, but I I actually had ordered flute. I okay. ordered the green one, and um Ricky from uh from Lone Coconut uh, sent out an email. Um, they actually had an issue where they had. One less case of flute and one more case of grotto mm-hmm. than they had originally accounted for. So there were literally eight people who had ordered flute that didn't get flute because it was like, we don't have them. So what they ended up doing as consolation, they were like, here, you can have grotto, but also you can have. Nice. You know, bubbler. Yeah. And I was like, of course, like I saw that email come in. I was like, I. You could have told me I was just getting grotto and that would have been fine but sure If you don't want <laughs> um, the red one I I can give it a good home like that's, uh, that's fine he's <laughs> I, he he's he's happier he's ha- okay. his little guy's happier but but to that but but to that point I would have never I would have never even paid a lick of attention to these cuz they started out as a Kickstarter thing I missed yeah. it you know missed completely missed the boat with the Kickstarter but, like, you know, your, your D-Amazing's and your your Jay Hernandez's... Jay's, Jay's review was what got me. And it was I, like, I need one. Yeah. I saw his review, and I saw how it scaled with all the other 112 scale stuff. And I was like, mm, I'm going to need that now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, see, it's, it's, see, that's the thing. It's like, I need to have what somebody else has. Like, I need to... Like it, it's still you still play that game. It's the same game you played like in in, in elementary school. I remember coming home one day and telling my mom that uh, my best friend got a cat Slayer and um uh um, oh God now I'm blanking on the mutants hideout Castle Plundar. I was like you got a Castle Plundar and uh, a cat Slayer, and she's like N- no like no he didn't like no and i'm like i described it like in detail because this kid described it to me in detail and like she went to the store the next day she's like i went to the store i went to the aisle i talked to people at the store they don't exist like he just wanted to have something that you didn't have um and I, you know, broke them down. I think I grabbed them by the collar. The next day, like third graders, just like, tell me the truth. I need to know. Is this real? Because I don't think it's real. So, you can't yeah. handle the truth. Yeah, that's what it was. I'll never you, forget that.
1: Do you remember? So, like, th- this came up recently because I I found a figure that was actually a result of this. Um, you know, we we've been doing some bin diving in our uh, in our mom's house, and uh, I found a a uh Jack's Bone Cruncher Diesel. And I specifically remember trading for him like yeah. in the playground at school. And some of the some of like the coolest toys I have and, and some of the coolest toys that I wish I still had were fell victim um to, to schoolyard trades. Did you ever did you ever do that in your in your youth? Like be like, you know, that uh <laughs> I think I traded Pokemon cards actually for the for the wrestler, so I definitely I definitely lost, like in retrospect. It kind of depends
0: on the card. Um <laughs> I uh so first of all, our school we weren't allowed to bring toys to school. Um so that was number one. Like no action figures at school at all. Like it was just not a thing. Um and I was too even back then, I was like, I I don't have them in the room. I should I should frame them actually. Um, I have pictures of like this as a kid. Like I've you? got all like my ABC blocks, right? And on top of my ABC blocks are all my little mini thundercats. Um, and I've got I took pictures. I would set them up and take pictures at 5777 seven, seven or 8. Um, so like toys as far as trading goes just don't work. I do remember I met a kid that wanted a trade and he said he would drop it off at my dad's or my cousin's store. And I remember going to the store one day and my cousin was like, Oh, this kid dropped this Han Solo. I didn't have a Bespin Han Solo. And he's like, Oh, he dropped off this Bespin Han Solo. And I'm like, well, I don't have his. And they go, don't worry about it. It's just a toy. Don't worry about it. Just go home, take a toy and go home. And that to this day makes me feel so awful because I was like, but I was gonna give him like money or something for it, and like they were like, "No, nothing. Just take it. It's yours now." <laughs> wow. Um, so no, I didn't. I didn't do the trading thing. But I was a spoiled kid. Like yeah. th- there's very little, as far as toys go, growing up, um, that I didn't have, which was both a blessing and a curse because my recoup for growing up like what i want to get back because i had it as a kid is such a large just such a large area that like i can cheat it sometimes like the new transformers are are good enough that like i don't like i'm
2: oh oh, he's not there anymore
0: um i'm happy with the new ultra magnus i don't need the one from 86 like i'm good like i'm good with it um but then other stuff, it's like, no, 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 like, I went on a Secret Wars kick um, last month and picked up some biggies. Um, that was that was nice to kind of, you know, Steve's uh, three and three quarter line made me, uh, you know, nostalgic for those. So I went
1: and chased some of those. That's... We just found a bunch of your Secret Wars stuff, Dave.
2: Yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Mine are so well played with, though. <laughs> like... Um and to the point where if I tried to like get those or the Kenner superpowers or, you know, LJNs or
0: What do you got? Well, it... What do you got for Secret Wars? What'd you keep?
2: Um, whatever hadn't been like literally torn into submission. Um like it's probably just Daredevil, but he's just red. Like
1: <sighs> Well what was the vehicle we found? We just found the, the Doom Doom I cycle. I like the Doom
2: Cycle and Captain America's. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Both of those are there. Um, I had there were very few I didn't have of those. Um, I I know we
1: found Kang.
2: Yeah, um, I had Magneto, I had Wolverine, I had Cap, I had Spider Man, I had both Spider Man Mm -hmm. um, symbiote and uh regular.
0: You're saying you had them, do you still have them? Are they still? I'm sure
2: they're somewhere. That's nice. Um it things things didn't get really disposed of unless they broke. Okay. I know there was one part I think we like went garage sale years ago, but just judging by like what we've found, mm-hmm. it looks like I we still had most of it. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, the the garage sale stuff, that's where I lost most of mine. Um because at the time I was in a band and I needed money for gear. So like most of my uh most of my Kenner Batman stuff is gone like mm-hmm. my three my three level Batman Forever Batcave is gone most of my um for whatever reason I I, I mean I'm glad I made the decision that I made but like I kept all of the Jack's Bone Cruncher wrestlers and I got rid of all of like the TitanTron figures the TitanTron live mm-hmm. guys um and you know various rings and entrance ramps and stuff like that uh yeah i i think i fell victim a little bit more to the garage sale stuff than i, than I got rid of some stuff needed. yeah yeah
2: I like think... i was thinking i was looking back i was thinking you know starting lineups might be attainable still yeah some of those are pretty cheap yeah. you know if if you hit it
0: right i think if you hit it right and you're willing to to take a a. a stray mark here, a stray mark there on certain figures. Like I think I got Falcon from the secret oars. I think I got him for 40 bucks and he's in good shape. Like he doesn't have red wing, but like, I'm okay with that. Like I have Falcon, I have cap. So like, I'm good with that. Um, and then other stuff is just like, like I want an ice man. Like it's a crappy figure. Like it just is, but you know, I'm, I'm fine. Like if I never get a constrictor and I never get an electro, I'm okay with that. But, like, the the crown jewel of that one would, Secret Wars, at least Secret Wars would be getting my hands on an Iceman. Um, but yeah, that
2: new Iceman rules, like, the...
0: It does. I want to repaint the him, only, though. It's the only one I haven't seen
2: physically yet.
0: Um, I definitely want to repaint him, for sure. Like, 100%. Like, um, because I think he'll look good with Spider-Man with a white white paint job and green eyes instead of the blue eyes that he's got, so...
1: You love your you love your uh, your Spider Man and his amazing friends. I do. I do.
0: Well, yeah, I, you know, sure. I I like that. So I think what was was amazing for me with that line was I realized that that Hulk that they produced would have been the Hulk that we would have gotten with the Incredible Hulk show. And mm-hmm. I think I posted. Um, there's a Facebook group, um, like Retro Three Seven Five, um, for the Marvel line, and. Uh, they were posting, like, what they want to see. And, you know, everybody's like, oh, we got Johnny. Well, I want the rest of the Fantastic Four. And everybody's, you know, jacking, like, oh, I want this costume or I want it to do this. And I'm like, no, no, no. just keep it simple, put them in their costumes. And, like, that 1960s cartoon, like, I want that Fantastic Four. I want Sue with the bob and, you know, Reed with the flat top and and Ben, you know, smaller and, and, you know, as tall as Reed. And I don't need them. I don't need... With this line, I want you know the vision, and I've I said to Steve too. I said, "I want this to be a line that doesn't, that doesn't complete the Marvel universe." Um, I don't want Deadpool. Like, like that's my big like
1: sticking point. I like, don't, I don't think they will. And I mean, I mean, the, I mean that was, that was one of the things where, you know, um, I'd love a the, Ghost Rider though.
0: Yeah, but Ghost and Rider was around in to... the seventies. Yeah. Like, you could yeah.
1: do, you could do Ghost Rider. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, remember 70s, the, the line Johnny is supposed Blaze to the line is supposed to take place in like nineteen eighty one. Right, Kenner. Kenner. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the things where, like, of course, like Steve being the person that he was, the timing couldn't be better to bring him on to the Marvel team during that time because it's like bring in, you know Captain Kenner. Yeah. Um. Yeah. To 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 come in and and figure out you know how it's going to work and so far all the ones that they've shown like you know I I I was reading somebody's comment on somewhere that like when the when the the Carol Danvers one came out I was like that's not what Captain Marvel looks like and it's like "Mm, you need a history lesson Mm
0: -hmm.
1: (laughs) yeah and you have and you have to realize what what this line is and that's Mm -hmm. spot on that 70s Ms. Marvel yeah, yeah yeah so you know, if you're going to make
2: Marvel is Marvel, like that's yeah, right. Yeah.
1: If, if you're going to have a line that exists the way that that does, it, you have to stay true to it. You have to stay true to it. And, you know, getting John Tyler Christopher to do the art, he gets it like the, all the card art is like spot on the colors, the like dimensions. It's amazing. So, like, yeah, I think having a character like, you know, a, a, a Deadpool, um, I, I really think it does like spoil it. Like yeah. you, you don't want you don't want that. Well, I, I, I love and I love Deadpool. I well, see you got Deadpool's head back there too. I,
0: but I he's right behind me.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. But like, yeah, you're you're not going to see like Venom or Carnage or. Yeah, no. I'm I'm good with that.
1: Like,
0: and and I hope. But the problem is, at some point, every single one of these goes. We need to make money. Like we need to keep it going, and to keep it going. I'm I'm hoping that it it does well enough, but stays niche enough to,
1: to stay in that pocket. Oh, but then you time. just then you just evolve the line, right? If you're if you're gonna if you know you handle the, the the time period that you handle, and then you pretend you continue you continue the the experiment, right? You continue the, the thought exercise. You play the what, if. Played the what if. if? Yeah, what if Kenner continued to produce these figures? Yeah. What what would we get?
2: Yeah, well, no, the... you know, you hope you hope it doesn't wind up like the Mattel WWE retros did, where it was ten great series, it was a lot of fun, and now. Other people are trying to like carry the legacy on. Yeah, it's yep. just
0: cranking, cranking stuff out. Um, I don't know. So I'm going to borrow because you guys, I mean, you guys talk about this every week, but, um, I'm going to borrow something from your podcast if that's okay with you. Oh, all right. <clears throat> <clears throat> Let's um, do it. Because, like, I think you guys talk about this stuff all the time, but I don't think it's really, I don't think you really ever answer the question of like, um, We've been in lockdown. we've been in pandemic mode for a year, so what are you guys collecting like what what is like i mean you you post what you find, you talk about, you do reviews and stuff, but like it doesn't really speak to like what you're collecting because like I post pictures of all the stuff I buy, right, but I don't post pictures of secret wars right nobody besides talking about it right now, nobody mm-hmm. knew that I've been picking those up so like what do you what, what's actually the collection versus
1: work for you guys. Oh boy. Um (laughs) Dave has been I'll I'll go first. Um we talk about guardrails all the time and I feel like somebody I keep driving and somebody just keeps moving my guardrails, man. Like I don't (laughs) um so I have uh I have opened a couple of different Pandora's boxes, one of them being NECA. Um boy have i opened that pandora's box so like i'm talking i've got foot soldiers i've got super shredder i've got i've got movie i've got movie splinter today i was out looking for movie turtles so yeah um <laughs> that one whew, wide open uh my hero academia
2: that yeah, one was okay. like a,
1: a surprise for me so the the show was new to me um i ripped through all four, four seasons of that show? Yeah, I think because they're about to start season five. I ripped through all four seasons of that show um, during pandemic and just was like, I need all of these figures now. Um, I absolutely love the show. I I think that McFar- the McFarlane Toys people, I think they are doing their best work as a brand mm-hmm. on those, my hero academia figures, like some of the stuff that they are doing on those, some of those sculpts and the details and just kind of like nailing the aesthetic. Um, they're, they're, they're really doing it on those, those my hero figures. I think I'm pretty much complete on that save for a couple of like costume variants that I just wasn't crazy about. So I, I kind of did like a one or the other, mm-hmm. um, um, and then uh SH figure arts, Dragon Ball Z. See, yeah, I, never, um, I never got
0: into the anime thing. Like that's that's that I think that I thank God. Every day I really thank God I never got into Pokemon and and went down that anime hole. I think I was just aging out of like that stuff a little bit that it never caught me.
1: so the the thing is with that, so I I, I blame Justin uh Justin Cavender from from Bluefin. I completely blame him for Dragon Ball Z. Um he so so I, I loved it when I was a kid. I remember watching it. I had all of the Irwin and early like Bandai figures, like those ones that were like barely figures mm. um back in the day. But um they issued that new Piccolo figure and I made a comment about it and then all of a sudden I had a, a review copy of it <laughs> and I was like, You jerk <laughs> because they're really good and like sure enough had to go out and find a Vegeta and find a Goku to go with it and yeah um yeah and then I've also started buying a couple of wrestling figures here and there so <laughs> that one we're that one we're keeping on the DL um
0: yeah I have a wrestling box back here now
1: I I have didn't I have, have before you guys <laughs> I have a couple of wrestling figures and this one I blame my brother for so thanks Dave um yeah yeah i have i have a couple of, and i i literally mean a couple i have maybe five um wrestling figures including uh one jazz Warriors figure I, I did get orange cassidy um and originally honest honest to goodness the, the reason why i bought the first couple that i bought was because i wanted to have them for scale so like when i'm doing unboxings and reviews so that i can say like that's you know here's a what it, what what it looks like next to a wwe mattel elite and and honestly without quarantine i probably would have just kind of driven over to dave's house and been like i'm gonna borrow a couple for some photos and i'll give them back but um you know with things the way they are i was like you know what i'm just gonna buy like a fiend and you know a female wrestler and you know I, th- I think i i ended up getting bianca belair and I, I wanted to keep them in the drawer by the light box just so I can do scale rep. And then all sure, of a sudden I bought sure. two of them and started playing with them. And I was like, you know, it'd be really cool if I had an Alexa Bliss need too. two
0: more. Yeah. Alexa, and man. like, you got to have things that match up, right? like Yep.
1: yep. And yep. then I saw Kevin Owens the other day and I was like, oh, I really like Kevin Owens because I've been watching wrestling again. And yeah. So guard guardrails, man. They're important. Stick to them. Be careful! Be careful! What? Be yeah. careful! That one-off thing you buy because it might not be just a one-off thing you buy. Oh.
2: <laughs> There's a few, I like out. like when I got uh, Superman and Batman. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> gonna
1: get Superman and Batman from McFarlane. I'm not gonna get anything else.
2: And and uh, I got Wonder Woman too. But yeah, that was. So yeah, um, for me, I'm doing some multiverse, some DC multiverse. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, always pops. I just there's too many. You can see some of them. Yeah. Um, you've a few. been.
1: You've been good. You haven't really grabbed, like, gravitated towards anything like n- any new. I mean, you've tried to get into best action multiple times, but you can't find Gene Simmons. So
2: yeah, I got <laughs> I got lightning. Um, well, the only I guess the new thing I gravitated towards was the three and three quarter legends, and then um, the Spin Master Batman and Heroes Unite
0: yeah that's been a great line like you guys did a good job with Brock um, recently your podcast with him to talk to him um, and, and to get a little more info like how it's continuing and how it's going from Spin Master like it definitely um, it was I nice think my favorite,
2: my favorite thing with those is just the sum of the choices yeah yeah and I still haven't found like a lot of the oddball ones I've just found like the the stock characters, mm-hmm. but like they're, they're still cool. And, you know, I, I figure if I'm going to have three and three quarter Marvel legends, I'll have three and three quarter DC people too. Um,
1: <clears throat> well, Khalil is the spin master um, whisperer. So if you need yeah. something, he, he's the one how, that finds it.
0: Like I'm telling you, I have not seen that Mr. Free- Freeze anywhere else or heard anybody talk about it. Like it just kind of like prepared and it goes away. It just goes away. Um, and, then,
2: and then, of course, my big one is you know all of the I'll say the fight scale wrestling figures. Okay. Um, the six inch, we'll say elite scale since that came first. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know whether it's elites, whether it's the AEW unrivaleds. Um, looking forward to when those those boss fight ones ship and uh, when my super sevens ship, but. Yeah, yeah. the
0: Super 7 stuff looked pretty good. Like I saw some of the pictures, they looked they
2: look good. It's it, I think I have a feeling and I think this is going to be what every, everyone kind of wants they get them. And I think this is totally a, you know, Matt and Brian did some some good work on this was it's going to be an unrivaled series two photo shoot situation.
1: Yep. They where, needed to do some damage control
2: where the unrivaled series two photo shoot was like what is this and then the same thing happened with those super seven new japan figures and when uh ringside just basically got them out and took pictures of them and everyone was like what is going on yeah and then you know matt or actually brian did the unboxing but matt and brian and mark did the video and it's like, wait, these look way better than those videos. Or than those initial photo, uh, photos, I mean. And I'm sure that's going to be the case once most people get them.
1: Well, I mean, Figure Kingdom has already posted some... And, and uh, Matt Goldberg have posted some really great figure uh, figure photography of them already. Like, in poses and stuff. So, I mean, they they are... They're not going to be without problems because any first run figure of anything you know always well, yeah, has I mean, it's growing if you, pains.
2: If you go to the like the AEW skin tone or the other the other thing too is like Andre was a wrestling ultimate. Yeah. That was going to be your hint as to what you were going to get with everything else. Right. And Andre was like was my favorite figure of the year. So Yeah. You know I was expecting single joints. I was expecting basically all the same articulation. It was just a question of how did the figures themselves look and how was the the soft goods and everything else?
0: Yeah, it's been really interesting to see the difference, how things kind of play out between the difference between the promo picks and then the final product. And even the, the first shots or the review shots and how those differ so much from you having it in your hand. I'm trying to think. There was there was a recently a figure that I took pictures of. The oh, it was a Superman from Mezco. the 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 um the Christopher the Reeve one. one. Yeah. Um. I I realized even even the, I was sitting there taking the pictures, looking at at my camera, going, Yeah, no. Like I for some reason I can't capture it. Like for whatever reason, it whether it's lighting or it's it's posing or whatever it is, what it actually looks like is completely different from what I'm going to show you it looks like. And I wonder if a piece of that has to do with something inside of us um, that that gravitates to collect this stuff. Where I held it in my hand and there was emotion to it, and that emotion softens issues um, in some mm-hmm. way, shape, or form. And I think sometimes when, when we're really into something, like I know Dave's really into wrestling, I wonder how much of that kind of changes the perception of, of what you're actually looking at um, and n- not in a bad way like I'm not saying like you know it's a crappy figure or it's a good figure and, and it's just you but I wonder how much of that plays into like how we review figures and how we how we photograph them and how we talk about them um, because I, I felt like no matter what I did I was never gonna do justice to what
1: the figure actually is in person so I don't know well, I think I think too it's I think it's it's outlook too, right? Like if if you're given something, if you're spending money on something, and it's something that you have been looking forward to, and something that you really want, and you tend to be a more um, positively minded person, I think maybe maybe you do have a little bit of rose tinted glass glasses syndrome, right? Where you know you want to love the thing that you want to love, mm-hmm. and it's so much easier to set to forgive um, things than to say like, no, this thing I bought sucks. I'm disappointed. And I'm never going to have, <laughs> I'm never going to have anything that replaces it. Right. Like I, I think, I think part of that is, I think part of that is, is definitely part of the equation, you know, to your point. And then I think too, it's just like, like of, of all of the awful, terrible things that have happened over the past, you know, 12 months. You can seriously make the argument that it has never been a better time to be oh, an action figure collector. Like 100%. The, 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 whether it's the, the 4D face printing and the scans and the sculpting technology and the actual like action figure engineering, right? Like what they can do with joints and like pinless joints and you know, forget the stuff that, like, Mezco's doing where, like, you can't even see the articulation because they're basically, like, little Hot Toys figures. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's just... It really is just incredible. And, like, we have this kind of wealth of inventory yeah. w- when you can find something. <laughs> um, but uh, at the same time, the, that collector mindset, like, it's always like, yeah, this is great, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I I think... <laughs> Go ahead, Dave, sorry.
1: I got three whole companies
2: worth of pro wrestling figures. Yeah.
1: And yeah. like, yeah. When was the last time you had that? Ever? Like Yeah.
2: Nineteen eighty eight? Like I don't right? think I, there was three back then.
1: Galoob, Hasbro, or no, Toy I'm I'm thinking Toy Biz, Jack's, and original San Francisco Toy Makers. That's the last time yeah. I can remember there were three like main I ones mean, at any given time.
2: You know, Remco, LJN, and eventually Galoob. Yeah.
1: like yeah, yeah.
2: But Remco I mean... and LJN was it for when I was little. And they did not play nice together. Yeah, that was going to say two that's Two different terrific. things. Yeah,
1: There's... and
0: I remember those. I, I watched the the Toys That Made Us episode about them. And I remember thinking, oh, geez, those were like the late 80s? I thought those were early. like my memory of like when those were around was definitely not consistent
2: and it was crazy cuz i remember seeing like most of the time i got the i had a couple of the remco ones i definitely got those in like either to- at toys r us or the supermarket
0: yeah mhm
2: and some of the ones that were like the supermarket ones were wound up being the ones that were like the rare ones
0: right yeah, yeah, yeah. no i i up until like 2 years ago i want to say the supermarkets here stopped carrying toys like regularly but like even up to 2 years ago like you can get like hard to find jacks figures for the mario line at our stop and shops here in connecticut it was kind of insane wow. it was it was really insane um yeah so oh, it's 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 a trip right it's it's something that we just kind of like keep keep going um and it's it's exhausting sometimes i will say that it gets it gets exhausting over time like, there's, like, the, like, I've taken a little bit of a break on Instagram. Like, I'm posting every day, but I'm not posting, like, eight a day. Um, just because it's, like, I just, it's just too much some days. Like, it's. It is it
1: is a grind, man. It, it is. is. It is an absolute. And there are some days where I sit there and I'm, like, I, f- I finished posting something. And I'm, like, what am I doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what am I actually doing? And then, like, you know. I get that instant gratification of like, hey, thanks for posting this. You know, I found it's not even the likes because I'm because of what I do for for a living outside of this. Like I've I've grown to understand that, like, likes are actually meaningless and it's more about the shares and the engagement and stuff like that. So, like, I live for the comments where it's like, you know, thanks, man. I just drove out here from Queens uh to New Jersey and I found what I was looking for and I would have never found it here. Thank you so much for posting that. Like that's I great. see that and to me that's worth like a million likes. Like that one I because I you know got my ass out of my house and I went to Target and took a picture. I made some guy's day. Yeah. You know. Like for me that's that's where it's like I'm I'm doing something. I'm helping somebody. I'm being a, an active member of a community. The the likes like uh, you know Take them or leave them. That's, that's, for me, that's not what it's, that's, that's not what this is, is about. We are, we are certainly not, <laughs> not in the, in the business of likes. The the idea that we get to talk to, we, we get to make friends like you, first of all, mm-hmm. you know, and we've told you many times we would not be here were it not for advice from you and, and, and your friendship and, and your guidance in the beginning there. I mean, it's, thank you. It's in, invaluable. Um, and something that we're both grateful for but you know the opportunity to talk to the people like to to leverage what we're doing on Instagram in order to knock on the doors to talk to the people that make the stuff that we love like that's the means right there like we yeah. get to we get to help other people find the same stuff that we're looking for or stuff that's adjacent to it and then we get to talk to, like, chew the fat with the people that make the stuff that we love. Like, like Dave and I could have been on the phone with Magic the other night for, we could have been on with him all night. Like, it was just so much fun to hear about the design process and, you know, how they work with the, the wrestlers and how they work with, you know, the, the company as a whole and like that whole process and the back and forth and, you know. and to...
0: That was the new one, right? That's the new Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Um, or, or even Steve, just to hear his, his journey, you know, Mm -hmm. literally from one country to another, it's just like, it's, it's so interesting and it really makes you kind of understand the art of it all. So yeah, it's, it's, it is, it is a trip and sometimes you got to like pinch yourself and be like, yeah, you know, you're, you're doing the grind on Instagram, but there's, there's a reason for it.
0: So what's next for you guys? Like what, what's coming up? What do you guys, what do you guys got in the pipe?
1: um what do we have in the pipe so we are um we are we haven't locked down an actual date yet but um we do have jonathan uh kathy from or kathy from uh loyal subjects coming back on um because they have some some new fun things coming out for the best action line and they have uh they have a really cool collaboration they're doing with um garbage pail kids and wwe Mm -hmm. um and then uh one of our our new friends uh diorama prints um we're actually having them come on to talk nice. about a little bit about what they do um they they sent us out some samples recently and you know i've been having a blast with them in the, in the light box they're they're super fun um and they really kind of take the edge off of some of the intimidation that comes with like set building for you know for photography so i'm, mm. I'm we're excited to to have them on but we we're really kind of just kind of loading up guests. We've had people that have been interested in being on since like last year that we keep saying like we're only every other week. So, you know, it's tough like we got to keep planning out and out and out. And then of course we started the AIC 120. So our um, off week episodes. We no longer have an off week. The news. Um, Yeah, Yeah. yeah, the the little uh, two minute news download. That's been a lot of fun. Um, Yeah, we we actually time ourselves for it. So...
0: (laughs) That's great. That's great. I'm excited. I'm. It's been fun to listen to. It's been. It's been fun to take that stuff in. Um, it's been
2: fun to be a part of. Like I, I wouldn't have thought, when we kind of just had this idea, like, oh yeah, we're we're still going to be doing this, a year and a half in, let alone almost two, let alone however long, you know, like.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can't it's, believe our conversations crazy. about toys have have spiraled into this. Like <laughs> it's it's amazing
0: the places that it'll take you. I I will say that that I've had some moments where I just go so I started a blog about toys and I'm sitting here why? Like some of the rooms I've gotten into and it's kind of the insanity that ensues with it is kind of just nuts. Um but Thank you guys. Thank you guys for coming on. It's, it was great to catch up and, and hear from you guys. It was good to see Dave because I, I talk to Eric all the time. Like I'm, We're constantly texting. And, and I have to apologize. The only reason I do it is because we're friends. I'm constantly texting him going, no, that's wrong. Like, I was listening to Brock's episode. I'm like, it's not 12 inches. It's eight inches. God damn it. And it was at Toys R Us <laughs> about the
2: Aunt May figure. Um, oh, the Aunt the May figure. Yeah.
1: Oh, um, God. I can't get it out of my head.
2: It's yeah. oh. three shows in a row where we've talked about Aunt May.
1: <laughs> and by the way, I included your I included your little uh, your your aside about how the damage that Aunt May has done. In, yeah. In uh. In the, yeah. In the new there, there's been
0: there's been some talk about that's why we won't see an Aunt May figure. So we'll see. Um. But uh. Yeah. No. It did it did some damage. I think. There's, um.
2: That that like I said on on the magic episode, that line is a lot. <laughs>
1: the whole thing like we're hung up on aunt may but like the yeah it was just,
0: it, it was a everybody's time. got
2: huge hands why is everybody like <laughs> it It was
0: a time i think it was a time where they realized that nostalgia would work and i know like i know what you're thinking like i know i can see it on both of your faces i get it but i think it was like that 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 start of the idea of like oh we can do something retro we, we can, you know, kids love Miko, right? We can, we can do that again. And like diamond tried it right. Diamond tried it recently where they did like that big pack where like they can change clothes. Um, and it was very similar to that. But I think, you know, toy biz was like how many, I mean, this was also the time where you can go into toy works or KB and you can get a Spider-Man in waiters with a fishing pole. Like this is the same period of time. So they just told you like Toy Biz was willing to just throw shit at the wall and just be like, here you go. You'll buy it. It's Spider-Man. Like that's so.
2: Yeah. I mean, Toy Biz was also making, you know, impact figures at the time. At the time. So like, yeah.
0: Yeah. They would do anything. Well, thanks guys. It was, it was fun. It was fun to catch up and talk. So yeah, um,
1: anytime, man. Where can everybody find you? Good to see you again. I, I always like to throw it out. So tell everybody where they can find you. So you can find the Adventures in Collecting podcast wherever you find podcasts. Uh, Just search for Adventures in Collecting. uh, Or you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at AIC underscore podcast, uh, where we're posting every day and trying to help out wherever we can. Cool. Thanks, guys. Thank you.
0: This podcast was brought to you by Jackson Studios. Jax!